you have the chance to win a Spring Super Sweeps from LAist. Donate $60 for one entry to win a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Check out all the other prizes too when you donate now at LAist.com sweeps. Start your Saturday with something that will grow your kiddos' brains and get their creative juices flowing. Join us at LAS in Pasadena for a morning of multilingual readings, interactive performances, and lots of kid fun. It's Super Fun Saturday on June 1st. Get your tickets at LAS.com slash events. LAS Studios. Today on the LA Report, feeling run down, got a nagging cough, maybe you've got valley fever. Cases in California are booming. The LA City Council has ideas on how to stop the epidemic of copper wire thefts that have blacked out lots of city streetlights. And how did you celebrate Valentine's Day? With a card or some chocolates? How about a wedding? It's Wednesday, February 14th, Valentine's Day. I'm Nick Roman. This is the L.A. Report from L.A. at 89.3. Well, we got lots of rain in California, especially in the San Joaquin Valley, and that means more valley fever. It's a combo of fever, cough, and fatigue triggered by breathing in spores from a fungus that grows in the soil in the valley, but also in Los Angeles County. More rain means more fungus. When the soil dries out, you get more spores and more cases of valley fever. We had a record number of cases last year when it rained a lot, and Fresno pediatrician Nicole Webb says she's seen them again. And if you've had an unexplained fever for a couple of weeks that's not going away or you've seen a doctor for pneumonia and you're not getting better, then you should definitely think about the possibility that what you actually have is valley fever instead of one of the more common illnesses. Doctors say get tested to confirm whether you have valley fever. They might prescribe antifungal medications to treat it, but often the infection just fades over time. Told you yesterday that the school board at LA Unified had voted four to three to limit where charter schools can share campus space with public schools. That ended a long process to ease tensions at the more than 50 campuses where charters and public schools were squeezed together. Here's LA's K through 12 education reporter Mariana Dale. The new policy stops short of outright banning charters from specific schools. Instead, we have these guidelines that tell district staff to avoid placing charters on the same campus as schools that enroll several groups of high-need students. L.A.'s education reporter Mariana Dale. The number of L.A. charters sharing space with public schools has dropped sharply, with only half as many today as there were five years ago. Even so, charter school advocates are threatening to sue over the new L.A. unified limits on sharing space with charters. They say it violates state law. Street lights that don't light up, L.A. Metro signals that don't signal, all because thieves are stripping lights and signals for copper wire. Now the L.A. City Council has approved new steps to crack down on copper wire thefts. The story from L.A.ist reporter McKenna Sievertson. Councilmember Kevin DeLeon said the damage from last year's copper wire crimes cost the city an estimated $20 million. The first motion, approved Wednesday, creates a reward program for people to report streetlight crimes. 
Councilmember Eunices Hernandez voted against it, saying the city should focus on preventative measures instead. If I got to choose where I'm going to put my money, I really want us to try to look into stopping the harm from happening in the first place. The second motion creates a new LAPD copper wire task force to focus on the hardest hit areas like downtown and Boyle Heights. I'm McKenna Sievertson. Last week, the L.A. City Council voted to do away with the no vending zones that barred street vendors from some parts of the city. But before the council did that, some street vendors had to pay hefty fines for selling in no vending zones. Well, now they want their money back. A trial to get a judge to order the money returned was due to start tomorrow, but now it's been postponed. Instead, street vendors are working on a settlement with the city to get those fines refunded. When we come back, L.A. County and the city of L.A. want to hear from you about trees. And we celebrate Valentine's Day where they hand out the marriage licenses in L.A. County. The L.A.S. Spring Super Sweeps is happening now. You can win amazing prizes while supporting your source for local fact-based journalism. One lucky grand prize winner will get to choose a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Other prizes include an electric bike from Juice Bikes and $1,000 gas gift cards. Your donation of $60 gets you one entry to win. And the more you give, the more entries you get. Donate now at LAS.com sweeps. Alaist has a new live event series with the James Beard Foundation. We Are Where We Eat will go behind the scenes of some of your favorite L.A. restaurants to find out how and why they do what they do. I'm Austin Cross. Join me for the first event where we'll explore how restaurants help make a neighborhood and we'll all have something delicious to eat afterwards. It's May 22nd at the Crawford. Get your tickets now at LAist.com events. This is the L.A. Report. I'm Nick Roman. Well, you know we need more trees, in part because we need more shade. It's really hot. L.A. County and the city of Los Angeles are working on projects to plant more trees, but L.A.'s climate emergency reporter Aaron Stone says before they start planting, they want to hear from you. It's for the region's first holistic and long-term plan to manage our urban forest amid a changing climate. For years, there have been goals to plant more trees, but it turns out it's not so easy. It's more expensive and difficult to plant trees in the areas that need it most. There are also maintenance issues, such as roots breaking sidewalks and the loss of existing trees to more extreme heat and storms. Community workshops are being held through early March. You can find out how to attend or share your comments at LAist.com. For LAist 89.3, I'm Erin Stone. So, how did you celebrate Valentine's Day today? Maybe with flowers, perhaps chocolates? How about a wedding at the L.A. County Registrar's Office in Norwalk? Here's L.A.S. reporter Yusra Farzan. Moses Bay and Tammy Martinez held hands as they said their wedding vows to each other on Valentine's Day morning. I'm not that good at remembering dates, so <laughs> Valentine's is good for me to remember. The office has offered same-day marriage licenses and civil ceremonies to those wanting to make it official on the holiday of love for more than 20 years. Last year, 140 couples sealed the deal at the Norwalk office. For LA City 9.3, I'm Yusra Farazan. Thanks for listening to the L.A. Report. I'm Nick Roman. Be sure to listen again tomorrow morning when Suzanne Watley brings you the L.A. Report AM edition. 
The LA Report is produced by Libby Rainey and Tiffany Ujiie. Megan Garvey is the executive editor. Catherine Mailhouse is our director of content development. Our engineer, Tui Mao. Original music by Scott Kelly. You can read more about this evening's stories at LAist.com. You can also listen live anytime on the LAist app or on the radio at 89.3 FM. You know, listeners like you help make the LA Report possible, so please donate at LAist.com slash join. This podcast is supported by Gordon and Donna Crawford, who believe quality journalism makes Southern California a better place to live. Start your Saturday with something that will grow your kiddos' brains and get their creative juices flowing. Join us at LAS for a morning of multilingual story times, interactive performances, art making, and lots of kid fun. Bring the whole fam and join us for a super fun Saturday at LAS in Pasadena on June 1st. Tickets at las.com events. See you there.